Welcome back to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mir. On this Monday afternoon, let's kickstart the week with a bit of health and fitness. And I'd like to welcome back on the program, Nathan Solier, founder of Elite Personal Training. It's great to see you this week. How are you, Nathan? Good day, Noreen. How are you doing? Very well. We are live this afternoon um, on Facebook, so I'd like to invite our listeners to be viewers this afternoon and join us on Facebook, Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3, and you'll be able to see and also hear Nathan this afternoon. And he's talking about something which is something that's close to my mind. I, I don't know how you knew, but you suggested the topic of five things we should be doing if we have a, a sore lower back. Um, which is something that um, I, I have from time to time, which I'm sure many of us experience a sore lower back. Um, what are, Perhaps before we talk about the five things to do, what are some of the common reasons that you've come across people having a sore lower back from, from all the people that you've trained and people come to you and say, my back is really sore. What are some of the reasons? Well, you know what, just, just to make you feel a little bit better, 85% of our population have experienced back pain or have or are experiencing back pain, um, you know, throughout their life. So you're not, you're not the only one that has been, that has been experiencing back pain. But one of the things I find with people when they do have that back pain, and, you know, from, not from a layman's terms, I'm going to talk from a, a, a you know, from a, a practitioner's terms, is, is that when, Muscles are out of alignment, as in your front muscles or your muscles on the front of your body are too tight and the muscles on the back of our body are too loose or the other way around. So we, we have this muscle imbalance from the front and the back. And that also goes left to right as well. And a great way of being able to find that out is, is that, you know, how do you sit or how do you stand? You know, do you have a flat back? Or do you have a really curved lower back? And so they're the sort of things that you want to, you, you know, you, you want to sort of work out first. But just to, just to do a long answer to your short question was that, um, there is a, a muscle imbalance. And generally it doesn't happen like, oh, one day I've woken up and no pain. And then the next thing I've done something and I've, and, and the pain comes. It's been a gradual buildup. And that's generally with a, with, with everyone, whether that, um, you know, I didn't know how I got back pain. I just, you know, you know, I just sort of started coming on and, and, you know, and then it got really bad. So I couldn't do anything or they were playing a sport or doing something that set their back off. That suddenly triggers so, it. Yes. Like I said. So, yeah. So it's just like that, you know, so, you know, so generally the, you know, from, from, from my point of view, it's generally a muscle imbalance in the body. So. That being said, from a layman's point of view, is that, you know, some of us have, you know, you know, when they're, you know, when they've been doing some sort of exercise and they've hurt their back or they keep hurting their back when they keep doing that exercise. I find that a lot of people when they are doing, um, deadlifts in the gym, uh, or running, running also will, um, you know, can all cause back pain because it's the constant pounding that you do when you, every time you take a running step, um, or, or even sitting down at a desk for long periods of time. So, yeah, so, so if any of those have been, you know, you, then definitely you're in the right place right now because what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you um, five ways to be able to uh, support your lower back and put you on that journey back into healing it so that way it eliminates your pain. And, you know, just to give your, your listeners, uh, you know, some, some, um, some confidence, you know, I've suffered from back pain 
since I was 13. So oh. I would get, you know, I, I hurt my back when I was playing, you know, playing rugby. The, you know, the doctor said, do not do anything. And so within three or four weeks, I was back playing again. But did it correct my back pain? No, it just kept coming back over periods of time. Now, what we do is, is like, you know, first of all, you've got to get it moving. And, and that's one of the most important things of being able to, you know, uh, to, to take the pain away. That's so funny. I'm going to stop you there pain. for a second, Nathan, because you said yeah. you, we need to keep moving. But some people will be like, oh, if you've hurt your back, stop all sort of physical activity, sort of let it rest and don't do anything. And then it becomes tighter and tighter. But you're saying stretch it out, move it a little bit more. OK, sorry. Go, go on. That's interesting. Yes, that's right. That's right. Move it within the range of motion that's possible for you because that that's a really good cushion because a lot of people out there be going, oh, my God, but I've been told I shouldn't move at all. And then, um, but the problem is, is if you don't move, then what happens is those it muscles gets tighter start and to tighter. atrophy. Yes. Yeah, and they start to, and they actually become smaller. So if you can imagine, you know, when you go to the gym, you know, and you work out, your muscles get bigger. It's exactly the same thing for your lower back. So if you if you don't move it, then your muscles will start to, to waste away. And you're right, muscles will start to tighten up. And generally, if the muscle has been, if you've strained a muscle, it'll get smaller. And then all of the other muscles that are around it have to support it, which causes that tightness. Now that's like, you know, you've got someone in your office, you've got two people in your office. One is, is, is fast asleep at their desk the muscle that's hurt, and the other one is working overtime the work. because they have to actually compensate for this guy who's asleep. So what we need to do is we need to waken those muscles up. And a and simple, and simple way of doing it is just by just a little walk. You know, once you start to walk, all those muscles start to fire around your spine, all the muscles in the glutes and all the muscles through your, your transverse abdominals or your core start to be activated. Another one that you can also start to do, and I'm just going to show the ones who are on Facebook, is get a Swiss ball. And then you sit on the Swiss ball, and then you can just, you know, if you look in there, all you're going to do is just arch, 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 or go to side, to side. So that way you start getting a little bit of mobility through that lumbar spine. And, and, and trust me on this. Is, is that if you can just get within a little bit of, e of either side, forward and back, today, tomorrow, you'll be able to go a little bit more, the day after a little bit more, until eventually that pain will start to disappear because now those muscles that were, what I said, were, were not working are now starting to, start to strengthen. They're starting to wake up from the desk. You're saying, hey, man, it's your job to be able to do you know, the stabilization work and so that the guy who's, who's, who's doing all the stabilization work can do what they're supposed to do. So it's really important to be able to get it mobile. And you'll find that whenever you go to a physio, they'll always give you some exercises that you need to do. So that's your first thing. And the second one is we need to stretch. Now, we need to do three things. We need to mobilize, stretch, and we need to stabilize. Now, if you don't have much time, then just mobilize and stretch will be a good start. And stretches can be as easy as, and like I said, it depends on whether you've got that big curve down the lower of your back or where your back is flat. You need to get with a good practitioner 
that's able to establish what muscles are tight and what muscles are weak. Because in that way, you'll actually start to stretch the muscles that are tight as opposed to stretching the muscles that are already weak. Because if we stretch the muscles that are weak, then we further switch those muscles off. So it's really important to be able to establish where you are tight first. So if you're not sure, then I highly recommend getting in with a really good physio or, or getting with a, uh, um, you know, a, a physical therapist or even like a check practitioner, which is what I am, is to be able to get with those guys and then they can establish what's tight for you and then give you those, those stretches to do. Now, if you don't have the money, that's fine. What I reckon you do is you go through a bunch of stretches, especially around, you know, the lower back, you know, the, the bum, the lower abdominals, the lower back, the middle of your back, your upper back, the side, and then you can even YouTube this and you'll find a whole bunch of those and then just go through those stretches and then you'll find which ones that are tighter than the other. Now, like I said before, we're trying to get that balance between left and uh, back and front, but also left and right. So you'll find that one side may feel tighter than the other. What you'll do is you actually stretch that side that's tighter twice or a little bit longer than the other side. So that way the balance body starts to balance up, okay? Now, the next part you wanna be able to do is, um, is, is be consistent and be consistent with your stretches, with your mobilizations and with your, with your strengthening work. I, I can't tell you how many people I've said, look, do this program religiously for 30 days and their back pain, 30 days, yeah. So, you know, if you do this on a daily basis, get it moving, stretching the muscles that are tight, you know, doing the, the, the core stuff or, or the strengthening stuff, which I'm going to talk about shortly, and you do that for 30 days, your back pain will dramatically, dramatically decrease. So that's what, you know, that's a big thing because a lot of people do these once or twice and they go, oh, it feels a little bit better, but then they stop. Right. So what we want to do is, is we want to be able to make a, a, you know, make this, first of all, habitual. And second of all, we want it to last. So making sure that if you're doing it for 30 days, it becomes a habit after a while and you start stretching them. After that 30 days, you, you may find that you'll keep on doing it or you'll do it five days a week or whatever. But now it's sort of ingrained like brushing your teeth. You know, you don't get up in the morning. Some of us don't brush their teeth, but most of us do brush their teeth first thing in the morning so that way they get ready for the day. So this is what we want to do, create an, a habit. Now, with that is, like I said, the stability work. We need to be able to balance the left and the right, the front and the back. We've done the stretches, which is the first half of the solution, right? A lot of people go, oh, let's do the stretches. Oh, I feel really good now. But then slowly the pain starts to come back over the day. Well, the reason why that is, is because you stretch the muscles that are tight, but you haven't woken up that guy at the desk beside you, right? So let's, let's wake up that guy beside you and start saying, hey, man, you need to start doing your work. Now, like I said, getting moving is really important. Yep, going backwards and forwards, side to side. You can even do circles. But we have to also isolate those muscles that are not working. Now, generally with lower back pain, it's, um, it's, 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 uh, weak lower abdominals, weak lower abdominals, weak glutes. Yeah, for, for those people bottom. listening, bum cheeks, bottom. Yes. So they've got a weak bottom. They've got weak lower abdominals. 
Um, they've got a weak spine. So all the muscles in their spine is weak. And generally, they'll have that posture, that poor posture. So they'll either be flat back or they'll be arched. So what we need to do is we need to be able to get those lower abdominals firing. We need to get the muscles in the spine firing. And then we've got to get the glutes firing. Now, here's three simple exercises that you can do to be able to get all three of those firing. First one, we'll do the glutes first, because that's probably the easiest I can explain on the radio. You're lying on your back on the floor. Your knees are bent at 90 degrees, so your feet are on the floor. And you gently pull your belly button in towards your spine and squeeze your butt cheeks and lift up off the floor as high as you can until you get your knee, your bum, your shoulder on a bit of a diagonal all in one line. Now, be careful not to overextend, right? Because if you overextend, that'll start to go through your lower back. Now, if you, um, if you do experience some lower back pain, even when you lift off the floor, just work within the motion of it doesn't hurt, okay? So if you get two inches off the floor and it starts to hurt, then just go to one inch and just work your way back up and down. And you're doing, the thing is with stability, it must be three to five minutes under tension. Many people do these exercises and don't do it for long enough. So you've got to be able to do it for three to five minutes. And, and a simple routine would be two sets of one and a half to two minutes. That's it. Okay. Now, the second exercise that I'm going to explain to you. Now, the one that I, I, I said to you was the, um, uh, was the spine exercise. And the spine exercise is you imagine yourself in a horse stance position. You're on your hands and knees. All fours. Yep. yep. You're, you're, you know, in that sort of square. Imagine if you could fit like, like a, a table. square underneath, you know. Yeah, you're a tabletop. Very good. And, but you're on your, your hands and knees, okay? So you're facing down, just like a horse. Now, what you're going to do is you're going to pull your belly button in towards your spine. Keep that back nice and straight. You can even put a pole or a rod on your back. Now, your body has a natural curve, right? And generally with that natural curve, some people might be too arched, maybe too flat. With that pole on your back, the distance between your lower back and that pole should be up to your knuckles. So if you slid your hand, flat palm underneath your lower back, uh, you will find that if, if your knuckles, you know, scrape the pole, you're, it's called neutral, okay? so. You basically, if you run it, you want to put it straight underneath there, so that way you keep it, you keep that back in a neutral position. And then all you do is you try to keep that pole on your back, and you lift one hand and one leg, the opposite leg off the floor. If you lift the same arm and same leg, you're going to fall over. So if you lift one hand and the opposite leg gently off the floor, but keep that pole in the same position, keep that arch in your lower back they will start to strengthen what we call the multifidus muscles, which are all of these muscles in the spine. For the layman's terms, is that all we're trying to do is we're trying to keep that spine in a, in a, a natural curve and with no load through it because you're on your hands and knees. But when you lift your left hand and your right leg up off the floor, all of these muscles that are, 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 are tr trying to keep the spine straight are going to fire. And that's what we're trying to do. You can see my two fists here. My two fists here represent the, the actual vertebrae. And in, in the between, you've got the disc, you know, the little, you know, soft disc that most people tend to pull. 
So what we're trying to do is we're trying to keep them nice and straight as we lift your right hand off the floor and your left foot off the floor. If you if they didn't work, you'd fall over. Okay. Now the last one is your lower abs. Now you know how I Nathan. You have before a you get back. to the last one, uh, we have a question on Facebook. Okay. By the way, we are live this afternoon on Facebook. Uh, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio Three, and we've got uh, Robin who writes in and says, "Grateful if you could comment on the use of foam rollers, particularly to stretch uh, the glutes." Thanks. Oh, absolutely. Okay. So we're going to go off track. Now, with a foam roller, foam roller is great because you can also use a foam roller to mobilize your spine. If you lie down on a foam roller and you imagine the, the foam roller running along your spine, yeah, and then what you do is if you just lie over it and then you just gently twist your body from side to side, you'll find that the, the fluid to the joints will start to be, uh, will start to be um, a pump full of fluid and also start to activate the, the nerves in the spine. Now, the foam roller also can be used as a trigger point, or you know what, the, what Robin's talking about is myofascial release. And using that myofascial release, you can actually stick it into the muscles that are really sore or tight, and then dig into that point using the points on the foam roller. And what it does, it actually creates a mini stretch in the muscle. And when that foam roller pushes on the muscle, you imagine it's, it's like a piece of string or rubber band. If you push down on the rubber band, the rubber band starts to expand. So it's like a mini stretch. And it's a really effective way to not only um, to stretch the muscles without stretching the joint, but it also softens the, um, the softens. Um, it, it starts to pull the fascia, which fascia is like a, a skin around a sausage. The skin is the fascia. The, the meat inside the sausage is the muscle. And when we push down on it, it creates a little bit of, you know, a little bit of a separation. So when you move the muscle, it slides, right? So it's, it's really good. So mm-hmm. yeah, thank you very much, Robin, because that, that's a, a really good way of doing it. And you know, like there's so many, um, you know, the foam roller is a great tool to have if you know how to use it well. And I, and I have to say, it's like the magic wand. I've done it a number of times with clients and they go, wow, my pain's gone. And it's like the magic wand. So, yeah, trigger point, trigger point foam rollers, awesome. Now, just to keep going on, the the next one was the lower abdominals, right? So I'm just going to talk about this really quickly, so now we don't have much time left. The lower abdominals is the muscles on your lower on your lower abs. You know, you got your six pack, you got your lower one. They tilt the pelvis back. They flatten the back towards the floor. Now, when you get these firing, as well as the in unison with the hip flexors. The, the hip complex becomes a lot more stable. So being able to get those lower abdominals firing are really important. Now, that's what I would definitely focus on is, is like getting the lower abdominals firing, getting the spine stronger, firing your glutes. And the last piece that I wanted to call is the, is the um, is, sorry, there's two pieces, is lifestyle changes. What is your setup on your chair? How is you set up with your computer? Is the computer at, at, at height? Are you sitting on a, on a really bad chair that's got, you know, too low or your feet, or even worse, your feet are off the floor? Um, or you're sitting at your desk way too long. You know, you should be getting up from your desk every 45 minutes. So a stand-up desk would be really good. Like I said, a Swiss ball would be a really good thing for you to be able to get for your desk so you can swap between the Swiss ball and a normal chair. And so... That, that's the lifestyle pieces, right? And the other piece is good nutrition, 
good hydration because discs are supported with good hydration. So making sure that you're drinking lots and lots of water and getting good quality fluid, food that is anti-inflammatory to the body, supplements you could use as magnesium. You can definitely use protein powders to be able to build those muscles up, the muscles that are weak if you've been working them out. And then, of course, things like um, uh, creatine or BCAAs, even bone broth is really good too because bone broth also supports the joints. Excellent. And that's it. So simple for, for, for lower back health. Nathan, thank you so much for your incredible sharing. Robin, I hope that answers your question. And yes, um, I've, I've heard brilliant things for foam rollers, like Nathan was saying. They are the Actually, magic wand. If, 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 Robin wants to check out, um, if Robin wants to check out some foam rolling stuff, she can go to my YouTube channel because I do have some uh, trigger point stuff on there that she can check out and then she can use um, as a way of being able to alleviate that pressure through the, the joints that, they, that she may be tied with. Excellent. Well, remind our listeners once again, Nathan, how can we find out more about you and your work, your YouTube channel? Uh, how can we search for you? Uh, best way to get me is on um, uh, on Instagram, which is Elite PT Studio, or Facebook, the same Elite PT Studio. Or if you really want to find out cool videos, then subscribe to my channel, which is Elite Personal Training Hong Kong. Excellent. Well, Nathan, always a pleasure to talk to you. And Robin comes back and says, perfect. Thank you. Well, thank you, Robin, for, for tuning in with us this afternoon. And many thanks to you, Nathan Solia, for being us uh, with us this afternoon. And see you again uh, next week. Bye for now. See you, Nate. Thanks, Lauren.